0: Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Ascended Radio, and I am your host, Jessica Spencer. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show today. For those of you who are listening live or for the archives' purposes, today is Wednesday, May twenty seventh, 2015, and this is literally almost mid-year already, and... <laughs> The speed at which this year is moving and uh, and the speed to which all of energy is, seems to be moving is ferocious. It's really no old barred at this point. So if you're going to jump into this whole energy of creativity and, and following your path and waking up, it's definitely uh, it's definitely a great time to do that. So I want to thank you for all for uh, tuning into the show today. Again, I'm your host, Jessica Spencer. The call-in number, as always, is three four seven nine nine six three two six three. And I wasn't actually sure if I was going to make it on today. I was feeling a little bit under the weather, but uh last minute I just decided that you know what, we're gonna come on the show today and see what arises because it's this is therapy for me, that I get to express what it is that's coming up for me and I ask that it resonate with those listening. So that's my purpose and this is Ascended radio. Call in number again, three four seven nine nine six Three two six three. So the title of today's show is called Precipice of Change, right? We are literally on this precipice of change. And anyone who is even slightly awake or aware can sense that things are drastically changing. And I would say in a lot of aspects, they're changing for the better. Some areas of society that have had a longer chokehold on the masses are taking a bit longer to dissolve and be transmuted. Because some have become so attached to those aspects of society, be it, you know, religion or, you know, the government or military, the media, whatever it is that we've become attached to that we no longer question, that we just allow to have this presence in our lives that we give our power over to. We're really beginning to question a lot of those things. And some of them, like I said, they've had such a stronghold on a lot of us for so long that they're taking longer to dissolve, but we're beginning to really see that, you know, we're... They're, they're obsolete and we've grown beyond them, we're growing beyond them, we're expanding beyond them, and that's really what life is, is made to do, right? It's, it's made to evolve. And if you're not evolving, then you're not living. You shouldn't be existing because life is going to evolve, plants evolve, animals, insects, everything, the environment evolves, everything transforms and changes, and we're on the precipice of one of those changes and that's what we're really going to, or actually a myriad of changes, but a huge change that I feel is represented really I mean you've had different ages, you know, you've had the Ice Age, you've had the Dark Age, um, I mean, you've had just even smaller ages within ages, you know, you've had like the Harlem Renaissance, you've had so many things that um, have taken place, took place at different points in history and I feel like we're on the precipice of one of the large changes and so for a lot of people that are still dwelling in fear, that change may show up as, you know, and, you know, those who are still adhering to what some, you know, belief systems are teaching, for you, it might feel like the end of days type of thing or that doom and gloom. And and we saw a lot of that, right, with whole, you know, 2000, the year 2000 emerging and then the year 2012. I mean, every time we have these huge marks in in the dateline, we really see people kind of begin to panic based on their belief system and what they're attached to. And, you know, we just kind of sit back and, and the world continues to evolve past whatever date it is that, that comes and and goes. And it's not to say that something, you know, something that are prophesized really weren't said to maybe um, occur, but I think that the more that the individuals, the masses within the society begin to raise our vibration, begin to, you know, rise, raise in our level of consciousness, um, then we alter, you know, those those dates that were set because of what we are focused on, because of the energy that we're embodying. So if we look like, you know, 100 years ago, you know, there's definitely times when you can say, look, if humanity doesn't wake up, they're, we're definitely doomed. I mean, you can say that to this day, but those those small pockets of people who are committed to waking up and then, In turn committed to assisting others in waking up because you're letting go of your ego because you're no longer competing with those people to wake up, right? You know, when you're in your ego and when you're in this whole capitalistic society or imperialistic society, um, you know, you have to compete, right? But when you wake up from that and when you release your ego, you no longer want to compete because you see everything is abundant and you see that, you know, there's more than enough to go around for everybody and that the illusion is that there's not. I mean, a lot of things that you see, you know, even with this, you know, GMO situation, you can have these, you know, scientists that are for big business and and that are in their pockets, right, saying like, okay, well, GMOs are necessary because, you know, we don't have enough food to feed the poor. But then if you wake up a little bit and you just even do a little bit of research, you'll find out that we throw away more food than we produce half the time, right? And so we're not concerned, You know, the powers that be are not concerned with people living in poverty. And if you look at politicians, a lot, you know, you have a huge amount of them that are, that, you know, call it the welfare state just to be able to assist people. If you look at any other country, any other uh, major industrial nation, they all have, you know, they all pay for their, you know, students to go to college and universities. They all have free health care, but, you know, we live in this United States where that's not the case and we have these, we're easily duped. You know, because we are asleep, that we allow good cop, bad cop, Republican, Democrat to, you know, stand in front of us and say, you know, I'm for you guys. I'm completely for you. And you have this other set that are, you know, well, you know, they're going to they're gonna play into your fear, your fear of, you know, other people coming in and destroying the United States, you're afraid of immigration, you're afraid of terrorism, you're afraid of all these things that they have a stronghold on you for that they've had for so long. And because you're asleep, you just go along into that cycle, that pattern. You don't question it. And so But what both of them are doing, because they're all a part of the same, the same old way of thinking, old money, old way of being, and none of them are truly wanting us to succeed, right? Because then that hurts their bottom line. So what we are waking up from is our need to adhere, to give away our power, to, you know, to give away our ability to think for ourselves, you know, we, we have middlemen and I don't know how many different people, depending on your belief system, that are that sit between you and your connection to God or your your connection to, you know, divinity or the universe or whatever you want to call it. You have to go through another human being to connect with someone um, when we are all, we all have the same ability and power. So those are the things that we need to start to wake up to and that we cannot you know, consistently continue to just give our power away to and, you know, to look at other people who are waking up and, you know, see them as, you know, being strange or or distant or isolated, whatever it is, you know, those are those are people that are willing to have the courage to step up and step out and so we're on this whole precipice of change. And like I said, we've had so many different times in history where we've seen things like this happen and it's hard for us to believe you know, to half the time, that oh my goodness, you know, are we really sitting here on this whole, you know, different, or ushering in this whole different age, this whole golden age or whatever we want to call it, you know, there's different ages and I'm sure, you know, generations after us are going to have a term for for what it's called right now, but I'm going to call it a precipice for change. And that change is coming, it's coming really swiftly and not in a fearful type of way, but you know, in, a, in an excited type of a way. Um, I had this therapist on before, and she's also a healer. And uh, she actually, actually said something very powerful before. Because I used to have anxiety really bad, and you know, she said, you know, what it is is you, you got to change the way that you're looking at life. You know, you have to change your vocabulary, change your language. And so, if you're looking at something and you're deeming it as anxiety ridden you know this this actor this is causing me anxiety but if you change that into excitement because it's a very thin line between anxiety and excitement it's that same type of energy though with your heart racing probably at the same rate that you can switch that you can change you have the power to do that and so that's a way that we can kind of look at things in our in our lives and if you want to just even pull up um, I'm not a big proponent one way or another, you know, if you believe in evolution or big bang theory or whatever. I think it's common sense to kind of see that everything evolves, you know, whether or not you are a scientist or you're religious or not. I mean, that's that's pretty common sense. But you can pull up, you know, a macroevolution chart and kind of look at the different ways in which humans' craniums and our and our brains and our muscle capacity and all of that, our height, the longevity that we live, all of that has changed over time. And you can see that. You can see it varying in different parts of the world and in different environments. And so you can see that, you know, we have definitely over time adapted to our environment and we've definitely moved forward in the evolutionary chart. And so that's what we're doing right now. And, I mean, everybody has the the willpower to evolve or to not. So um, let's look at this. Let's look at it this way. We know that the heart is created before the brain. But we've primarily been using our brain for thousands of years as if it were the main source of our energy. And we're kind of returning back to that heart-centeredness, that heart-based reality. And I want you to really kind of sit with that and understand that the heart, scientifically, this is not a spiritual, you know, woo-woo comment. The heart is created first, before the brain, and a good while before the brain. So what does that kind of say to you in reflection of where we are now as a society? It's like you're going against yourself when you stay only in your brain. You're going against the full of nature when it all starts with your heart, when that should be what's guiding us, when that should be what's guiding our interactions, our relationships to one another. We should always come from our heart. That was created first. That's, That's the source of our physical existence, right? So... We're going against that when we're engaging in wars and when we are, you know, even just inconsiderate to one another, when we are abusive to ourselves or other people. We're going against the natural flow of energy within our physical beingness that's connected to the divine beingness of all, right? So if, if some people might consider God's source, right? That's the source. That's the beginning, the alpha, and the omega. So if you think of that in your physical body as being your heart that was created first, what would that look like if you're living from your heart, from the source? You know, now we can see these days that religion is not necessarily helping anyone because we're still, you know, a huge amount of people that claim to be in certain, you know, religions are definitely massacring one another, are definitely um, some of the most judgmental people that can can exist, right, are some of the most harmful people, um, because they're, wanty, they're still living in their ego, and you have to dissolve that. And even if you dissolve that ego and you still want to go back to your religious belief system, that's perfectly fine, but get to that level where you're developing yourself to that understanding and you're not just studying, that you're demonstrating what it is that the the people there before you, you know, the clergy or, you know, whether it's, you know, Jesus or whether it's uh, Muhammad that you are actually developing yourself to that level that they had to have gone to in order to have reached the height of enlightenment that they obtained. So if you're still studying them, then you're not on the right track. You're not on the track that's going to assist you in being as compassionate and being as creative and being as loving, as joyful, as peaceful as they are. And so that's part of this whole you know game that's being played is that if we keep you separate from the thing that you are actually Um, Wanting to Achieve this level of enlightenment Or this level of peace or joy Whatever it is If you can be separate from that The more people we put in between you and and that being Then the further you are away The more times we tell you That you have to go through this Person, whether it's the Pope or your minister or your reverend, the more times that you feel you have to go through those people, that they're more anointed than you are, that they're more connected than you are, the further away you are, then the more you might act out in your life because you're not really connected to it. You're just studying it on one day a week, might be a Sunday, and so you you might feel like, okay, well, this is saving me. You know, I'm you, see, you hear that a lot. I'm saved. You know, what does that mean for you to for you to speak words and to say? I believe, but my actions don't show, and so that therefore you are saved or to be baptized by another human being means that you can then act up in your daily life, that you can be abusive, that you can be judgmental, that you can let everything go out the door, but as long as you're there on Sunday or as long as you were baptized, as long as you are quote-unquote saved, then you can act up in the world. And we're moving away from that. We are on this precipice of change when we're no longer believing such things that don't make sense. That you can act up in your life but then claim to be of a particular sect and then that saves you. I mean, that's not that doesn't that's not benefiting the planet at all. It's not benefiting people around you to be judgmental to, and then to use God as your reason for it. I mean, that's almost blasphemous to me. So we are on this precipice of change when we're moving into our heart, and we're allowing that to guide us. We're allowing the source to guide us, and we're no longer adhering to and giving our power away to people outside of us, belief systems outside of us. And it's okay to take, I mean, I take a little bit from each belief system, but mostly I rely on myself. But I have to develop myself and that connection that I have with God or the universe or my spirit guides or the galactic realm, whatever it is that you might call it. You know, You have to develop that. You have to know it you know, there's belief systems or believing, which is not reality. It's just believing in something and there's knowing it. And in order to know it, you have to go through it. You have to demonstrate it. And so we are on this precipice of change when we are no longer just studying and we're no longer just regurgitating information. We're seeking wisdom. And there's a big difference between knowledge and wisdom, between even information and knowledge. You know, you can be given all kinds of information. Someone can throw you a hundred books and you can read them, but are you, are you retaining the information? And so you're absorbing it and you're understanding it and now it's becoming part of your knowledge. You can be given information, but that doesn't mean you're you're retaining it. And if you're re- not retaining it, then you're just believing it, but there's no basis for your belief. You You don't know it. Right? And then once you move from knowing it, then you can become it. But there's some stages there that that a lot of us are missing. And so that's why we're being called forth to, you know, be who we really are, void of being any identity that people are forcing upon us, you know, that we just take on without question. You know, we take on that, you know, if somebody says, who are you? You know, we usually say our job right? Like I'm a writer, I'm a radio host, I'm a healthcare worker, I'm a doctor. It's not who you are. That's a job, right? Or, or it's a hobby or it's, or it's a gift. Or it's, you know, And all of those things can be very beneficial, but it's not who you are. That's one little aspect of what you do. And so we want to be on this precipice of change where we can now look at ourselves as being a divine creator, Right of being this deeply connected being in the world that wherever I go, you see a reflection of God because I'm raising my vibration through how I'm treating other people, through how I'm knowing, you know, this wisdom and not just regurgitating information. You know, it's it's embodying it, right? And so, I mean, if you look at it, we always we always see separate. I mean, even if you have the Trinity, you have the physical representation, you have the spiritual representation. And we're kind of, and then you have the source, right? And so we're kind of merging all of those and remembering our oneness and we're going back to the source, which is our heart. And when you act from that, from your heart space, then you no longer see war. There's no longer this need for competition. You know that there's more than enough to go around because you're acting from a divine reality and not just the reality that people are giving to you, that people are saying, hey, there's a drought. There's not enough water. I mean, that's baloney. You know, we have more than enough technology to to um to change that. And we've had it for a long time, right? We have more than enough technology to feed um people and, and the technology is our heart. That's that's technology. Right? It's energetic. It's divine technology. So we can we have more than enough to go around. We're just okay with people starving. We've become asleep. We're okay with the person next to us starving as long as we are in competition with them and we say, I did more than you in this life. But what does that look like? Well, who gauges that? Who measures that? Because you went to college, maybe that person did. Maybe that person's 100 times kinder than you are. What does that have to do with what you are being measured with that allows you to let this person suffer? We need to move beyond that. And those who want to remain asleep, as we said, have the free will to do so. This we're moving beyond this whole, you know, heaven and hell, physical place type of a thing, and we're allowing people to be who they are. And some people want to be, you know, asleep. They want to be stuck. They want to, they operate better in this world of of being asleep, right? They they actually thrive in it. And we can look at a lot of people who, you know, made, you know, in this world, the biggest thing that has been important has been money, right? And so you look at that, that's idolization. So we idolize people that have made money. But does that necessarily mean that you're a good person or that you are an evolved being or that you are a kind person or that you're compassionate or that you're doing anything to assist the planet? No, right? So we're moving away from that being the measure of abundance because abundance comes from within. And it shines outward, and there's no limit to how much abundance you can share, but there is a minute there is a limit to money. but someone who's connected to the source of all, meaning that that is your source and it's an infinite supply, then you know that you would never need to compete with another human being ever for anything because you are being supplied by the source of all that is infinite, that is forever, right. And that's what's filling up your cup that allows you to overflow in creativity, to overflow in joy, to overflow in peace. And that's a reflection of you know people like that are doing radio shows, that are writing books, that are writing scripts that are overflowing with this wisdom, that are overflowing with with connection, that don't that know that they don't need to hoard it so that we can have control over you know other people that we that, that don't care about dazzling you with deep conversations. You know, the the purpose of this show is to really provide logical tools that you can actually hear, that you can actually use in your life. Can I I drop, you know, some words or some language that would sound really spiritual or or some jargon? Yes. But that has nothing to do with, with connecting to you in a way that can assist you in a way that you can use in your ordinary life, and that's what will usher in this precipice of change, and that's what will break it through, and that's what will explode it so that the entire world is changed by it, and that's what we really want to do. So let's 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 bring it into some real world uh, stuff right now, right? So those who want to remain asleep have the free will to do so, um, but their interaction, their ability to create, to contribute, will become less and less, right? So their impact on the world around us will also become less and less. So those people who were who measured abundance by, let's say, money that's become obsolete or that has um, impressed people with titles that have become obsolete because now we're using who we really are and not what we do, not what we've studied, but who we are as a result of living and being committed to waking up. So now that's going to become a new measure, and you're going to see it. I mean, you're going to continue to see this, and I see it every day of my life. So we want to look at a few things that I find really interesting in this real world as a reflection of this, and one of them is McDonald's, right? You have, like, McDonald's sales are plummeting. And the reason why is because people are waking up. You you have a Fortune what 500 company that's been at the top of its game for decades, right? And their sales are plummeting. Why? Because people are waking up. People are waking up to the processed foods. People are waking up to... and and people are beginning to eat healthier and people are beginning to hold companies accountable. And so if you are going to eat food and you look at Chipotle that's now, you know, completely GMO-free supposedly or McDonald's that's Happy Meal is almost the same price, which one are you going to choose, right? So you have that's a reflection of this precipice of change. Also, last week you had the five major banks including uh, J.P. Morgan and Citigroup um, of, of the ones that I can recall that have, you know, gotten sued basically by the federal government um, because of their their dealings that were underhanded, right? They were completely manipulating the international um, value of currency, which, I mean, we can look a little further at that. I think people should be arrested for doing things like that. But again, at least, you know, that's a precipice of change. That's something that wouldn't have happened a few years ago. And then also recently... We have this whole, uh, for the first time ever in history, we have Ireland who just completely um, opened their entire, it's the first country basically to allow gay marriage throughout the entire country. You know, you have the United States who is doing it state by state, and then, you know, of course, there's people that are countering that because of their beliefs. Um, But Ireland has become the first country to completely legalize it. And the majority of their population, I think it was 60-something percent to 30-something, wanted or voted for it. So, I mean, if you look at media, then you'll have people in fear, and they'll tell you, you know, they'll spit some sort of, you know, something that adheres to your fears, And then those fears are played out um but if you you know most people have gay people in their family most people are 100% okay with it or they're they're growing um to understand it a little bit more because they're waking up and they know you know love is love you know we have we have bigger fish to fry in this world and so that's these are all examples of this whole precipice of change that's occurring right now and And that I'm very excited to be a part of, and I just call all all people you know forward to wake up and to not be afraid to look beyond the boxes that you've been put in, whether it's your belief system or that you've allowed to you know run rampant in your life or you know if you've just allowed from generation to generation this information or disinformation to be passed on and you've absorbed it, whatever it is you can wake up and you can live freely and you can begin to think for yourself and then know for yourself. Um, And then it will shift. Everything will shift in your life because you're living your truth and you're living the truth that you came to live, not, you know, that your grandparents lived or your great-grandparents that they just passed on. We need to start questioning and we need to start allowing the answers to emerge within us through our connection to the divine, through our connection with God, through our direct connection so that when you you know, want answers and questions, you build this relationship with the source, with your heart, with the divine, with the universe, with God, that you can feel the answer emerging through you. And you don't have to ask somebody else for it. You know, you, or you're confident within your connection, within your relationship, within yourself. So I want to thank you so much for listening to the show and for bearing with me. I know sometimes I can speak very quickly, but um, I'm speaking as it comes up for me, and uh, I want to thank you so much for bearing with me. We are going to be on again next week, and I'm sure I will be feeling much better. So thank you so much for listening to Ascended Radio, where we are authentically becoming our divine selves.